0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking
1: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride attachments. The Harcourt's open line. Harcourt's results for you. Call us 1300 42 1533 or text us 0437 You might have a question for our next guest this morning who is Michael Randall. Obviously, a very, very nice basketball writer for News Corp. Nice to have you on the show, Michael.
0: Yeah, hey, Brent. How are you?
1: Going well, mate. Nice to talk to you. Um, plenty happening in the world of hoops, isn't there? And obviously, we're very excited down here in Tassie with the Jackies going two from two this round. How do you think they're placed ahead of the final two games of the home and away season? It's
0: all um, coming together for the Jackies, isn't it, mate? They um, you know, had a really inconsistent patch in mid-season, and i you know even Scott Roth had lots of concerns about them, but they've seemed to have pulled together, figured a few things out, and they're going to sort of you know fly into the playoffs.
1: What did you make of the game yesterday? They didn't do too much wrong against the 36ers. It was a bit of a danger game the way Adelaide had been playing, but uh, they they didn't put a foot wrong.
0: Yeah, I, I found it really interesting The you know Tassie were kind of I guess ended the. the coaching reign of CJ Bruton way back and it, it was sort of I, you know I, I've kind of had memories of that as they just plowed through Adelaide when Adelaide were in such good form and you know I think you know Jordan Crawford got going Milton Doyle you know has a double double kind of breaks out and yeah I don't think Adelaide had any answers for him apart from you know Trey Cal kind of playing alone hand.
1: Yeah absolutely Scott Ninnis basically said that. That was completely outplayed in the in the press conference after the game. What do you made of the Jack Jumpers change of identity this season? A more offensive team I guess than we've seen in the past and that was on full display yesterday really wasn't it?
0: Yeah for sure mate and, and look you know that was my concern at the start of the season with them um, you know it, it, it was you know Sam McDaniel goes to Brisbane, Matt Kenyon goes to um Southeast Melbourne and I just I thought you know they lost a bit of defensive identity you know, love Jordan Crawford, but you know he's five six. How's he going to go guarding? You know, some of those gun um, guards in other teams, but you know they've found a way to figure it out. You know, Will Magne is a fantastic gatekeeper for him, and then of, of course Marcus Lee as well. So he's just a smart recruiter and a smart coach, Scott Roth, isn't he?
1: Yeah, no doubt about that at all. What did you make of Will Magne's game yesterday, particularly after that hit on Thursday night with McCall? It was uh, pretty impressive for him to get up first of all and play the way he did.
0: Yeah, it looked nasty, didn't it? Like, um, I sort of sat there and watched it and I was like, geez, the way that he came off and the way that it looked like he was struggling to breathe, it was like, is this something serious, like a broken rib or punctured lung or something like that? But, you know, he's a a tough cookie and he's been through a lot of injuries, um, you know, over the journey. So I guess, you know, he probably knows his body and um, knows what he's capable of.
1: No doubt about it. Now, Michael Randall from News Corp, of course, basketball rod. Right? He can catch his work in all the papers across the country. Debates heating up, mate, on who should make the all-NBL teams. Any jack jumpers in the running, do you think?
0: Well, I mean, it's hard, isn't it? It's pretty subjective to me, but it's, it's jackies are so kind of spread, aren't they, and so even that you could, you could mount a case for Milton Door, You could mount a case for Jordan Crawford. You could mount a case for Will the way that he's been playing. I mean, you know, mm. he and Isaac Humphreys are probably the two best Australian, you know, local centres in the league. So, yeah, look, I mean, any one of those guys could sneak in. But, you know, it's, it's tough. I don't envy the voters.
1: No, difficult, isn't it? It really is. Uh, now, you mentioned Will Magnet and Jack McVay. Their names have also been linked to the Boomers and potentially playing there. Do you think they're a sniff of making that team?
0: Oh, well, definitely. I would think that they, you know, you'd hope that they play in these um, Asia Cup qualifiers, but obviously there's playoffs around the corner, so I reckon the uh, Jackies might have a bit of a say in that. But, um, you know, he's... Will Magnet see someone that, like a rim protector, athletic guy that they might sort of look at for Paris? I I'm not, I'm not sure. You know, I'd, I'd love to be able to see him um, knock down the outside shot. If he was able to do that, I reckon he'd be, you know, he'd give himself a massive chance.
1: Absolutely. And what are your thoughts on the the upcoming fever window? Scott Roth was pretty strong on it in the post game press conference yesterday. That the timing isn't ideal, but what are your thoughts with the finals and, oh, sorry, the playoffs looming so close for the NBL as well?
0: Yeah, he's not wrong, is he? It's definitely not ideal. And I remember, um, I think it was either last year or the year before when um, you know D- DJ Vazilovich had sort of put his hand up and said he wanted to play. But you know, the Kings were about to go deep and, and win a title. And I guess when it got to, when push came to shove, it was like, well, he sort of chose the club. But um, yeah, it's going to be very hard. And I think that um, that you know, the gorge and the selectors may have had some dramas actually. That's why we haven't seen a team yet because, um, yeah, there's a lot of clubs going, hey, well, we might have finals. So don't know if, um, if you know, we can make you available or not. So it would be interesting to see what they actually roll out um, in, a, uh, in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, well will indeed. Uh, News Corp's Michael Randall's our guest on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. Now, switching gears, mate, to the under-20 championships, you've been leading News Corp's coverage of it. Uh, Tassie boys ended up coming third, which was, which is a good result after defeating South Australia yesterday. What did you make of their impressive campaign? Yeah,
0: mate, fantastic, isn't it? And um, oh, the Nationals, I just really enjoy, you know, especially the 20s because, you know, you go down there and you're going to see You know, young kids that obviously have been in the Australian system for a while, that are you know ready to go off to college, or could be next stars, or could end up as on NBL rosters, or they're already development players. Um, And then you also get a look at um, some of the kids that might be a little bit more unheralded, but you know have breakout tournaments and end up on people's radars. So yeah, the the Tassie trio, I call them the three headed monster, and I reckon (laughs) that was sort of that was the popular. You know the the popular name for him down uh, in Ballarat last week, but um, yeah, I guess you know Kai Savage, um, Jacob Furphy, and um, Lockie Brewer, and geez, they're all special talents coming out of Tassie. It's a little bit of a, well, I mean, a bronze generation, I guess, because they have won a bronze medal. But um, yeah, three guys that um, Tasmanians can be really proud of.
1: Yeah, three future Jack jumpers. Hopefully, all. What about their ceiling? Any could push for the NBA? Do you think in the future?
0: Oh, look, I mean. Furphy's the, the guy that sort of has those NBA chops. He's just got – he's a versatile talent. He can do a little bit of everything. And he did most of the playmaking for that team. And he had a triple-double in the um, in that bronze medal game to help get him home over South Australia and, and win the medal. But, um, yeah, he's a, he's a special talent. He's um, at the COE. And, yeah, it's, a, it's sort of how far can he take it is up to him.
1: What about trying to keep these guys in Tassie? We saw obviously uh Taryn Armstrong go to Cairns over the off season. Trey had the DP spot with the Jack Jumpers but ended up going on some overseas holidays. Uh, Savage rejected the contract offer. Is there a, a, a something need to do down here to keep them here do you think or is it going to be hard resisting offers from elsewhere for these guys?
0: No, I think um like um you know Savage is a, is a interesting case. I mean he you know had talks with the Jackies about um being a development player and I, I think the discussions with the club were that, you know, I want to play basketball and I want to improve. And as a DP, obviously, you sort of sit on the end of the bench and you do learn with pros, but the, the con to that is that you don't get to play games. So I think him going to the COE is is, a, is the right thing to do. And I would imagine that the Jackies will be in the box seat to sign him once he's, he's finished there and ready to make his decision because... You know, I think he sort of he was a commit to CBU Blazers uh, last year, I think, but then kind of decided college wasn't for him. So, yeah, look, I, I wouldn't be overly concerned about that. Um, you know, if, if, I think if Scott Roth really, really wants a guy, he kind of gets him, right?
1: <laughs> yep, yep, that's exactly right. Hey, uh, we've had the Jackies here for nearly three years now. How important is it having that professional team here, do you think, to, to inspire those young Tasmanians that, that are coming through the system?
0: Massively, mate. I mean, it's it's um, it's just they're so out every single game. The the love for basketball and the love for the Jack Jumpers in Tasmania it's almost unrivalled anywhere. I mean, I know I speak to you know every other NBL guys from every other NBL team, and they all say that going down to Tasmania is one of their favourite trips because the stadium is just it's like a you know, it's like a cauldron and, and the noise. A nightclub, as Chase Buford do. called it, I think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, yeah, that,
0: that you know, that's that too. And it's it sort of, I guess it depends. I think Chase actually liked the nightclubs, mate.
1: So he might have enjoyed <laughs> <Yeah. it now. laughs> Hey, before we let you go, uh, you, we've been running our SCN Tassie Supercoach group all season. I know you're a big part of that as well. Who should our listeners be trading in for the final couple of rounds of the season, do you think?
0: Oh well, I mean, you've got to sort of, you, you've got to target the um, Hawks and the Breakers because they've got sort of two doubles to end the season. Um, mm. So you know, I'm sure most of most people that have um, been playing it, I guess, really interested in it, have already got a you know Gary Clark or Sam Froling or um, <coughs> you know, if you've got Anthony Lamb, you might have to trade him out because um, yes. he unfortunately had a pretty bad injury yesterday. So. Yeah, maybe Parker Jackson Cartwright's uh, another guy that people should target. But, um, yeah, it's been sort of a fun year, I guess, for the first year of NBL Super Coach.
1: Absolutely. Well, Michael Randall, great to have you on the show, mate. No doubt we'll talk again soon, but really appreciate your insights here on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. Have a great day, mate. You're
0: on your brand. You too, mate.
1: Michael Randall, star writer for News Corp. Uh, all things basketball and the papers right across the country. Great to have him on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. Texan here on the Harcourt's Open line, the SVO SFC coach, St. Virgil's Old Scholars Football Club coach Sam Cootsy, loves giving out his Saturday mail. Get him on. Sam Cootsy, a lot of uh, votes coming in for Sam to be our guest tipster. How hey, you are, locked on SEN Tassie Breakfast, powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land and pride attachments. I think Hamish Spence is going to wander back over and wrap up the show with me next here on SCN Tassie Breakfast. It's been a good morning without Pony. We might continue it in the future. Back with more next.